You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Happy New Year. I am so excited to be back with you guys in 2019. And my first podcast is Haley Hubbard. This woman is an angel, truly an earth angel. She's beautiful. She's angelic. She has a heart of gold. She's so kind, so gentle, so giving, so loving. I'm telling you, if you meet her, you can't believe there's someone as sweet as her alive. And we talk all about her story. We talk about how she got to Nashville, her career, how she had huge plans to move to LA and start a very independent life when she met Tyler Hubbard of FGL. He pretty much said, I don't think you're going to LA and you need to pray about it. She prayed about it, asked for a sign, and God gave her a huge sign. We talk all about that. We talk about their marriage. We talk about how she found her voice, how she's finding her voice and speaking up and using her voice. And it's just such an inspiring podcast. You will leave this podcast feeling like you can do anything and you can conquer any fears that you have. We also talk about motherhood. She has a beautiful little girl named Liv, who's one years old. She talks about how that's changed her and Tyler. It's just such an uplifting podcast, so y'all get excited. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanna talk to you about a makeup lipstick brand that I am obsessed with. It's the only lipstick I use now. It's called Lick Lips, L-I-Q-U-E. The brand is cruelty-free. They have incredible glosses. They have balms that rub on so amazing, make your lips feel like butter with all sorts of great colors. They have stay on matte lipstick that stays all day in the most beautiful colors. It's truly the only lipstick that I use now. So go to lickcosmetics.com, L-I-Q-U-E-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-S.com and order yours today. Use my code K-R-O-L-Q-20, C-A-R-O-L-Q-20 for 20% off your purchase and grab yours today. You will not be disappointed. All right, here's Haley Hubbard. Oh, I'm here with the one, the only, Haley Hubbard. Whew. This is your first podcast. My first podcast. I feel really excited that I get to be your first. Oh, well, I'm glad you're my first. You've done a lot of cool things in your life, so I feel like to get a first from you is really like, yes. Wow. Well, I'm honored, but... <laughs> But gosh, no, it's like kind of nerve wracking. And Tell me what's nervous about doing your first podcast. I'm only wanting to kick off with this because you've been conquering this fear of using your voice, which you have this incredible voice that needs to be heard. I'm not talking singing voice, well, although can you. you sing? No, I can't, okay. which is 
yet another insecurity. <laughs> it's okay. I won't make you sing. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, tell me about how you've been like this is a season of you speaking and just like expressing yourself and what you believe in. Yeah, you know, um, I feel like it's kind of been a journey, honestly. Um, and probably the last couple months, I've had a couple speaking opportunities. Nothing major, but just a couple people have asked me to speak, whether it be at a wedding or um, at, on-site. at an on-site event. And Can so, I talk about that one? Because I feel like on-site in general is a cool thing to talk about. Yeah, you know, it's one of our causes, as you know. Um, in a place that we love, it's place of recharge and a place you can go get therapy and really just, I don't know, be your better self. And they kind of just like dive into all of your stuff. Like, but you don't even know that you need diving into it, but you just do these exercises and you go stay there for, you can stay there for a few days. They have different programs. Um, They've got like a couples intensive, which Tyler and I have done, or they have a living centered, which is group therapy, which I need to go to. Tyler just got back and he's like changed person. Not that he needed changing, but I mean, it, it really does just help you in every aspect of life. So, And I love that people like you and Tyler, who by all standards have so many great, amazing things that people aspire to have in their lives. But you're like, no, we, we want to get our soul right and our minds right and be living in a healthy way, which yeah. to me is goals. Like That's so awesome that y'all prioritize that in your marriage, in this entertainment lifestyle. Well, thanks. I mean, it's crucial, mind, body, soul, all of it um, to us. And so it's just a way of us maintaining our relationships, the way we can be better people. And so so Onsite asked us to speak at their event the day of. And it was kind of a big event. Yeah, it was a big event. <laughs> um, and I was like, wait, me? You want me to speak? And they're like, yes, you. And I had to ask them three times. Like, <laughs> wait, you really want me to speak? Because it's usually Tyler, and which understandably so, he's the one in the spotlight. And so, for all y'all listening, Tyler is FGL. He is the Tyler of Tyler and Brian of FGL. Yes, he's my husband. And, um, so I'm used to him. So you're like, are you sure you want me to be speaking? Are you sure? And so they said, yes, we want to hear your voice. And I mean, that got me emotional in general because no one's really said that. I mean, I guess people have said it, but... Um, it it was kind of special to hear that someone wanted to hear what I had to say. So of course it was like, oh, I cried. I cried a lot. I got in the car after the event and I just sobbed. It was like, Tyler, this has never happened. Like, and I only said, you know, five sentences, but it was enough for me to just kind of break out of my shell and realize that I could do it. And, um, you know, how did you feel when you were walking on the stage about to speak? I was petrified. <laughs> Thank God they had all these lights coming at us, so I couldn't see the people, which was really a blessing in disguise. Yes. It's like, uh, this is what I need. Thank you, God. Do you remember what you said, or was it just like you said it, you blacked out, and you're like, um, what happened? <laughs> I blacked out a little bit. I was like, Tyler, I hope I said what I was supposed to. Because Tyler's someone that just wings it. Well, he's done this a time or two before. Right. And before we got there, he was like, I was like, what are we going to say? I mean, I kind of know a little bit of what I want to say, but what are you going to say? When am I going to say things? And he's like, let's just wing it, babe. And I was like, no, I cannot wing this. We need to talk about this and and really at least have a little bit of a strategy. So in our car ride there, we we figured out what we were going to say. And basically kind of just told our story and how, you know, we – we think we're good. And when we were going to onsite, we were like, Oh, we're good. We don't need this. Like, right. what are we going to talk about? I feel like a lot of people could feel that way. Yeah. And, and then you get there and how do you, how do they unearth all these things? What do they, what do they do? They do experiential therapy. One of the things that they do is that, and you know, talk about your childhood and, and kind of unpack everything. But at, for me, experiential therapy was the best for us because, you know, If you hear something, you're using one third of your brain. If you see something, you're using one third of your brain. But if you're doing and and saying and whatever, hearing everything, you're using two thirds of your brain, which is what experiential therapy was. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So So you're doing experiences together, talking about your particular mm -hmm. childhood and traumas that maybe you didn't even know you had. Now you've identified them and you're working through this with your partner. Yeah. Wow. That's got some commitment to healing. Very. Yeah. And you know, then you know, it takes a lot of commitment to to heal. Yeah. (laughs) Even when you think you're good, like you said, like to me, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. But then as soon as I feel like I'm good, I reach a whole nother like level of breakdown. (laughs) 
same. It, I mean, it takes bravery for sure. I feel like we're definitely into the therapy world and we like doing it. And for me, every time we do something like that, it's always a little bit nerve wracking. Yeah. But you go and you just, I mean, it's the happiest you've ever felt. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm on this cloud nine. And it really just helps you to have better relationships in life, whether it's with your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, friends tools. Parents. It gives you tools. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that, mm-hmm. like, because my mom's a philosopher and so she always, always, we're always talking about feelings and things. But the anger and reacting is like to be able to get past that emotion and then to get into why it's all, why you have that emotion or mm-hmm. why you feel defensive or insecure or whatever. It's just like, it, it does take bravery to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So that's awesome. I love that you guys are leading the way with that, open about that, that you're using your voice to talk about it. Because I told Haley before we started this podcast, I was like, <laughs> everyone's going to look at you and be like, you are just goals times a million. Like you and Tyler both are goals. You're beautiful. You're kind. You all have this great marriage. You're so, you're a great mother. You have all these causes you're helping out. Like you're just such a wonderful, glowing light to the world and especially the country music world. So when you share things like that, you struggled with speaking up and like using your voice. I'm like, that is so huge because it makes people just feel like, oh my God, okay, she's real like me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. That really means a lot. That warms my heart. But yeah, I mean, we all struggle with things, whether it's being a mom or uh, being married, even though we do have an amazing marriage and I mean, I couldn't ask for a better husband. It just, there's always stuff. Stuff comes Marriage up. Marriage is real life. Like now yeah. Michael and I have been married for four years. I'm like, the physical part when you're dating, like everyone, who, when you're dating, like you're attracted to someone and it's physical mm-hmm. and then it's great. Once you get married, it's like being married to someone is such a commitment because you are taking on this full person as yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like agree and get along and like learn how to communicate and learn how to have tools to maneuver, I can see how it's self-destruct. But mm-hmm. thankfully, Michael and I are great communicators too and right. wanting to work on it. But I can see how marriage can get difficult if you don't have the tools to communicate right. and maneuver through this life, especially mm-hmm. at entertainment, fame, like all of this. Yeah. How do you guys found, find your balance? How have you found your balance? Whew, a lot of things. I, I would say as a whole, I mean, mind, body, soul you know, being active, um, being in nature, um, spending time with God in the morning. We try and spend like, sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's 20, but, um, just having that quiet time in the morning, our faith is something that definitely keeps us grounded, centered, you name it. And, um, what else, you know, therapy, all of the things. Um, and then our friends, I would say the community around us. I mean, you, all of our girlfriends, I don't even have time to name all of the amazing people in our life that help, you know, keep this running. And it just, it takes a village and whether it's the people that are house that help us or within FGL and everyone, it just takes everyone. But mainly I, I would say God is someone that I rely on and that I've learned to rely on. Yeah. We were talking um, and you were saying that you've had some big moments in your life where you felt like I have to do this, like a, t- a tug mm-hmm. or a pull where it's almost like if, if you didn't believe in God, you would sound like a crazy person because right. it's literally just like this feeling inside that you got to do something. So talk to me about that. Like your move from you're in school mm-hmm. in, in, San, in San Diego, San Diego, mm-hmm. and you'd moved there from Idaho. Like, how did you first off decide to go there? And then when you're in San Diego, you got a huge, just almost calling that you needed to move to Nashville. Like, how do you Mm -hmm. know what, I mean, I don't know if calling's the right word, but it's just like, how do you know when God's telling you to do something? That's a really good question. Um, And something, you know, I'm I'm still trying to figure out, but I, I really try and ask God and I really try and listen and just pay attention to what he's telling me and whether so how does he talk to you you know I like to call him God winks um I've heard that saying before and I really like it um but whether it's through a song that you hear heard and you're going through something and you're driving and then the perfect song comes on or the lyrics hit you at this certain point and if it moves you I I really feel like that's God speaking to you if it moves you, okay, that's a distinction that I haven't heard before. Yeah. I love that. If you feel it and you feel like it was a message, then it 
probably was. Right. Yeah. I, I think, it, excuse me. I think that, you know, when it, when it is God, Okay. um, if you're looking for it and I really kind of had to, to test him at the beginning. And How'd you test him? I'd kind of be like, just show me that you're there. Like, I want to know that you're there. Are you real? And you know, all those questions, because I grew up going to church. I just, I didn't grow up like reading the Bible religiously. It was just kind of the basics. And so I had to kind of grow into my faith. And I would say after college is when I really started learning how to pray and that the power of prayer and that, oh my gosh, like he answers prayers. If you so just you had a real ask life him. experience. Yeah. What was your first one that you can remember where you're like, you noticed an answer? Um, I would say my move to Nashville was something I prayed about and, and he answered so many prayers, but the, the most memorable one that Tyler and I talk about quite a bit is how we met. Okay. How'd y'all meet? So, well, we met through a mutual friend and, um, let's see, where do I start this story? (laughs) I love a good romantic story, especially when there's magic and faith involved. I know it, (laughs) it really kind of solidified my faith. 110%. And so I was, when we met, I was planning on moving back to California and we were just friends. I told him that I, well, I didn't even tell him this. This is just something that I knew that I was never going to date an artist, (laughs) athlete, or actor. This is just something that I knew. It was not (laughs) going to happen. It was not communicated, but, (laughs) but I was like, that's my rule. So he just kind of automatically got dumped into this friend zone. Now, where did that rule come from? I think just living in Nashville and, and I realized I I had this story in my head that all artists were these crazy party rock stars that, you know, did drugs and (laughs) I don't know, slept with a bunch of girls and were tempted with all sorts of things. And the reality is everyone's tempted with things. And so anyways, I had, you know, you make up stories in your head. Just thinking that they all were going to be cheaters. No one Mm -hmm. would really commit and be a good partner. Right. Yeah, and I, I think that that used to be a stigma kind of in the rock and roll days. But I will say, not. you guys have changed that stigma a lot, FGL and you and B. Cole. Like, y'all have been forward with your marriage and love from the beginning. And that, I feel like, has been trailblazing. Well, thanks. I, that was definitely a goal of ours, kind of unintentionally, because people would tell us so much, like, you can't post about your girlfriends or you can't post about your wives. Definitely and, aren't going to put them in a music video. Right. And yeah. The guys were like, well, this is our life. Like, we're going to share this. I mean, it's kind of weird if you put someone else in the video because then <laughs> yeah. it looks like you're cheating on your wife. I mean, it's just very strange. So, Right. That um, makes a lot of sense. But for whatever reason, that was not the norm. It wasn't the norm. At all. For some weird reason. And I think I that's one thing that I was afraid of at the beginning. And so I was like, nope, no artists, athletes, or actors. And so... <laughs> Sorry. So, Sorry yeah. about your luck. And I was like in Miss Independent mode. I was moving to California. I was like, I've, I've got this planned out. And I had a plan. Yeah. And I'd kind of forgotten to talk to God about this one. <laughs> and so, you know, it was like I was in control of this one, which is never smart. Every time I think I'm in control, it literally blows up in my face. I know. And it sometimes hurts. hurts. And I'm like, why is this happening? But then I go back to the beginning. It's like, oh, because I stopped letting God be in control. Right. So really, I caused the suffering for myself. Right. <laughs> exactly. I do it. I do it all the time. And so that's when I have to like get in check and be like, okay, God. So Tyler was the one to kind of like get me back in check. And So how'd y'all meet? We met oh, through a friend. Um, oh, through a friend. Yeah. Okay. She was in was his... it like a date thing or is it just like you all were hanging out? We were all hanging out in a group setting and we were all we'd had way too many drinks. That's and a good way to start dating though. It it you was got to. it was very fun and I was trying to actually that day set him up with my friend. <laughs> it was it's so funny now thinking back, but um obviously that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, I just was blinded, really. And so, you know, every time he came back to Nashville, which was only like one or two days a month, he would call. So my, he had eyes for you from the beginning. I don't think he knew it. I don't, maybe he did. I'm not sure. Well, he's calling you every time he comes back. I mean, maybe he's did. thinking about you. <laughs> I don't know. We we should ask him that. Okay. But, um, so he would call us every time and we'd go out and eat Mexican food and then that was it. And I was like, gosh, he's a great guy. Like, I'm really going to be friends with him, even though I'm moving to California. Like, he's a good one. <laughs> and then... Kind of like the fourth or fifth time we hung out, I was like, yep, I'm moving to California next month. And he's like, no, you're not. And I was like, yeah, I am. I'm moving to Santa Monica. I've got a roommate. You had and a roommate? 
Like you had your place dialed in. Yes. Move is happening. It was happening. It was in happening a month. July 1st. And this was like June 6th or something. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. And so he said, nope, you should pray about it. And I was like, wow, I haven't really prayed about it. Like I was thinking that. And so we went home that night and prayed about it. I was like, God, give me a sign. If I stay, I'll stay. But like, let me know where I should go. If I need to go to California, let me know. Let me know where I need to be. And so the next day I was working at Merrill Lynch and um, I was literally signing my name on the lease with my roommate, signing Haley. And my boss came up and stopped me. And he said, Haley, if you stay in Nashville, I'll double your salary. Like he didn't know. Got full body chills. Right. And I want to cry. <laughs> it it literally was one of those moments where it, it did. It moved me and I was like, Whoa. Whoa. That was you guys. Sign your lease. Yes. So um Did you know then that Tyler was gonna be in your life after that? It was because probably one of the know, first people we thought about was him because he asked you to pray for the sign. I did. I texted him first once I like got in my car that day and I texted him and but I don't think I actually thought about it. Um which is so funny. And How then, it all started because of him. I know. And I was like, oh my gosh, God answered this prayer. This is so crazy. I think I was just like Because right, now you're 180-ing your life. Like you were literally, mm-hmm. your mind was in California. Yeah. You were starting a new chapter. And now you're like huge wheeling, like huge wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was pretty crazy. So anyways, July 1st, my move date, or what was supposed to be my move date, we got together and we went to our friend's house and we had this wine night and, and he kissed me that night and it was just like this, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that that was there. And ever since then, it was just like, that was it. Yeah. We were, I mean, going on tour, it was just pretty crazy. Had they started touring heavy at that point? They were, that was in their like really beginning days where they were just nonstop. So how so, do you juggle that? So you go from working at a bank, right? Is that Merrill Lynch? Is yeah, that a Merrill bank? Lynch. Yeah, in okay. finance. And you have your own life. You're Miss Independent. You're moving to California. But now because Tyler told you to pray about it, God answered. Now you're on a mm-hmm. whirlwind with Tyler, like from one day to the next. How do you 180 into that life and now be full force touring world? Because that's not for everybody. It's You have know. to learn how to navigate that. Or, or do you think you're just born for it? I think certain things in your life yeah, I think it's only meant for certain people. Me too. It's it's not yeah. It's you gotta not have easy. a lot of understanding of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You can't get too uptight about stuff. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Yeah. I mean, we were on a bus with twelve guys and I mean, you know, and <laughs> yes. we were sharing a bunk and it was it was a lot, but it was so fun. And so that's I don't probably know. a great way to bond and really get to know each other. Yeah, we got to know each other quick. <laughs> you can't go number two on a bus, so <laughs> you gotta let everybody know, yeah. including the twelve other twelve other guys. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta be okay with just the regular things in life, man. Mm-hmm. But it, it was it was so fun, and the timing was also God's timing. I mean, everything was. Um, I quit my job because I was like, you know, maybe this is why I'm unhappy. I need to figure out what I'm supposed to do, and. So I didn't have a job and... But now your boss is upset because he's like, dang it, I've doubled your salary because <laughs> I, I really want you here. I know. Tyler. I know. Tyler stole me away. So <laughs> he'd be like, all right, will you come on tour this weekend? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could job search from the road. Like, oh, sure, I'll come out. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was kind of instant after that. But that that's kind of my main God story. But I really always ask God for for little nudges and signs. He knows that I need big signs. And so I just asked for that. I'm like, give me a big sign. Yeah. Make it clear. Yeah. That's how I am too with God. I'm like, I'm like, God, I am not even trying to not do your will. Right. Like at this point in my life, I know now I can give it my best shot and not do what is really intended for me to do. Mm-hmm. And it's going to blow up in my face and I'm going to be sad and I'm going to be crying and I'm going to be like, why is this happening? Right. So just go ahead and tell me from the beginning, make it clear, and I will just do that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Lead me, please. But then I always think that I like have God in control and that I'm totally like, I got this. I'm good. Mm-hmm. We're good. And then I'll hit another moment where I'm like, totally didn't let God be in charge of that one. And I just remembered, like you said, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot know. to bring God into this, this one. I know. You need those little wake-up calls. And I feel like the bigger the issue, actually, the more you need God. 
where it feels like mm-hmm. you want to control it more. Yeah. But really, that's when you need to talk to God, surrender even more. Mm-hmm. And get. I love a big sign. I'm going to start praying for a big sign. Yeah, do. Like a big, obvious sign. <laughs> he answers. He's there. He. I mean, he's got everything that we need. We just don't always ask for it, myself included. I know. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I need to... To really get back to that. You're great at it, though. On the whole, well, Haley. Like, no, you are I'm really, really not, You are, though. You're really good at drawing in God on a daily basis. And, like, on a, you know, like, on a, not just, like, let me pray for this moment and yeah. move back to my life. I feel like it's a continual thing for you. I try. I feel like Tyler really helps me kind of stay in line. Where did he bit. get his faith? He, you know, his parents, he really had a, a solid upbringing with, with that, I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I yeah. think he just had really strong faith from the get go. And, um, that's great. He I had love some, that. he had pretty big life moments where he really relied on God. And once you get through some big life moments and you do have God in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's think. just kind of an unexplainable, like, you know, you I don't know do how it. you just made me feel better, but, but you did, mm-hmm. you made me feel better. Yeah. Talk to me about you guys and your love for Africa because you're about to do a big, big month-long yeah. trip with the whole family in yes. Africa. And yes. also you're all about helping the women who are pregnant going into childbirth because there's a huge death rate of women who are uh Yeah, maternal mortality birth. rate is, is really high. I mean, it is in a lot of different areas of the world, but um, Malawi and Sierra Leone, where we're hoping to go next, is um, the highest maternal mortality rate in the world. So, I mean, there's so many things about Africa that we love. Um, I can't even count them all or say them all. And there's probably a lot that I don't know yet, but this is just a big calling on your heart in Africa. I feel like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think for Tyler and I, it's initially, it's just the people like, what do you love about the people? The joy, there's true joy there. And you know, they're living a lot of people there live in poverty, um, Where does their but joy they're come from? so joyful. Um, a lot of them faith and their family and their, their families and communities are so tight knit there. Um, you know, everyone's helping everyone raise the babies and they're all living under one little hut and but they're all together. Yeah. Yeah. They're together. Um, and so that's kind of the main thing that we love about there, but there you can really make a difference and really make an impact. Um, not that we don't help in the U S I, I think it's really important and I, we love doing things here, but you know, not everyone can just fly to Africa. So I kind of feel like this is our calling for the moment. Um, and so right now we're working with the gain project in maternal health care and then also with elephants, of course, which you love I love. I mean, tell me, <laughs> how did you, what is, what is it about elephants? Um, Elephants, they're so intelligent. They're these intelligent creatures and just insanely in touch with their emotions and connected and they can communicate telepathically and they're so smart and we don't even know the half of it. And, um, and matriarchs lead the pack or not the pack, but the herd, which is kind of cool. It just shows, you know, the strength of the women and, um, but they're just, I think it, it hurts me how much they're being affected by all the poaching and tens of thousands are dying each year just because people want their tusks for ivory. And um, how can we even it makes me sick. Beautiful anymore, like ivory. How, you know, how can people even consider yeah. it like fine to wear when we know it's so terrible? Right. I can go down a rabbit hole with all sorts of stuff. Like, yeah clothes I shop at forever 21 and I'm thinking like okay this is being so cheaply made so like maybe some factory like some sweat factory overseas where kids are working like what about Mm -hmm. is my pleasure someone else's pain like I think about that with Mm. everything like even our food industry the way we get meat like I can literally go down a rabbit hole and not be able to get out of it with all the suffering that goes on for someone's pleasure right and it's just such an industry now. It is such an industry, and I'm trying to learn more about it because there's so much, and I know there's only so much we can do. 
you know, we can't do everything and it, it does get a little overwhelming. And so, so how do you deal with that overwhelming feeling? Cause now you're aware of what's happening, but yeah. you know, you can't fix the whole problem. So how do you survive in the world, but do what you can? Like, what is that balance for you? I'm working on it. I think I'm just in the midst of working on it. I broke down the other day to Tyler and just was like sobbing and just, I don't, it was overwhelming, but because you just know so much about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then I also realized I I know so little in the big scheme of things, which is also a little bit overwhelming, but I think you just, you do what you can in the areas that you can. And, and that's what you can just do the best you can. And that's it. Whether it's in your community and, or whether it's like going in your closet and getting stuff out of your closet and giving it to Goodwill or, or if you can fly to Africa or India or wherever to do your part, I think, um, that's huge, but also just sharing the awareness of it because knowledge, um, knowledge is definitely power. And I think if we could just educate everyone on the things that are going on, it, it would, we would all understand, you know, why we can't use ivory, which that's an obvious one now, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't it some, you know, so, um, awareness is key. And for some reason, God has given us this platform and I'm so thankful for it. Um, L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. What do you think about having a platform? Because whether you wanted it or not, you have a platform. Like you yourself has a platform outside of Tyler and FGL. And you and your husband and FGL use your platforms in a really positive way. But you're also okay Mm -hmm. to express what you believe in, which is we're talking. It's scary to put yourself out there. Yeah. So what does having a platform mean to you? Cause you got one. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I think it, it's taken me a minute to accept it because I'm not one to speak out. Clearly this is my first podcast. You're doing awesome by the way. <laughs> Thank Everyone, you. Everyone listen, give a round of applause. Thank Haley. you for bearing with me. <laughs> Whatever um, you're natural. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm just kind of learning what that means and learning how to use my voice and learning that I was put here for a reason. And and to just embrace that and share what I know. And so, um, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool feeling. But yeah, I just, anything we do in life, I want to use it for a greater good. You know, whatever it is we're doing. So, um, where does that come from? Because not everyone feels that way. I I don't know. I My mom was always volunteering. My parents were always volunteering. And I've got um, other people that are very near and dear to me that, have inspired that in me. And I think everyone has it in them. Um, 
but I don't know. I just, I, my heart just feels for everyone. I, I mean, half the time I can't even watch a movie without sobbing because I literally take on everyone's emotions. So it, I think that's part of it. You tender soul, you. <laughs> I'm just a mess. I, I'm well, just emotional mess. Yeah, so I deeply. Feel. Yeah, and you probably feel for all the animals and all the babies. Oh my gosh! I'm yes. sure being a mom has added a whole new level. I mean, yeah. can you make it through a day without crying now that no, you're a mom? No, no. <laughs> Tyler, too. It's the sweetest thing ever. What gets you all choked up? Oh. Liv just turned one. She's about to. Yeah, and it it's, I mean, just to watch the fact that she's grown and she's almost a year old and I don't know. Um, I love seeing Tyler get choked up. I think it, it's what gets him? so sweet what gets him. Uh, just watching Olivia do funny things. And I mean, he'll just start tearing up. What did he cry about? I don't know. We both are just always in tears. <laughs> um, uh, what have you learned in motherhood this past year? Like, what have you learned about yourself? I've learned hmm, that motherhood is hard. What's the hardest part? Even when you part? have help. Um, I think just surrendering the fact that you're not going to be perfect. I mean, and that goes for every aspect of life, but just knowing that like, I'm not going to do everything right. And that's hard for me because sometimes giving yourself grace for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know I'm hard enough just on my own self. So now when you have a life that you're responsible for Mm -hmm. trusting myself, I feel like I'm going to have a hard time trusting my decisions. Like, but then you have to as mom, you have to make a decision, right? Do it. Right. Cause you have no choice. Mm -hmm. Is that overwhelming? <laughs> it it is, but again, I just have to go back to like, okay, I'm trusting you, and that's probably where having a great mom squad comes in because you have some oh my gosh. great mom friends. That's like the biggest thing of all. Otherwise, I would not know anything that I know now. <laughs> um, I'm constantly texting in this group of moms, like, okay, is this right? Is this normal? <laughs> because I don't know. I've never done this before, and it's just so nice to have mom friends to rely on and lean lean on and cry with and yes yeah I mean and then be there for other new moms that's also been kind of fun to kind of pass on that knowledge even though I'm only a year in you know but you know what a new mom needs yeah like I'm gonna brag on you because I'm friends with Kristen Preston and so are you and she's married oh, to Preston from Low Cash and she was like you'll never believe what Haley just gave me <laughs> she gave me a night nurse <laughs> She was like in tears because a new mom knows how amazing that is when you got your hands full and you're swimming with kids. Yeah. But you're so thoughtful. I feel like you, after getting to know you and become friends with you, like you are so thoughtful. You're a very thoughtful person. And you're always doing something that's going to help someone make their day. And it's just Mm, quietly. You never make a big deal about it. You just are. That's just how you are. Well, thank you. I have a lot of um, good people around me to help me out with that. And I I remember being with Cassie and Lauren that day, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we're sending her night (laughs) nurses right now. Because that is just, I mean, night nurses. I couldn't have gotten through life without, yeah. Yeah. In those first months, I mean. What are the first ones like? um, Survival? (laughs) Survival. (laughs) I thought it was looking back, I don't remember much. It was a blur, but I mean, so sweet. It's just so sweet and tender. And those moments that I will always like cherish, but, but it's hard. I think those are just the hardest times that I don't know that like looking forward to having another baby. I don't look forward to the first <laughs> month. You're um, like, just survival. Though. Yeah, I want to give birth, and then I wish I could just go to like month three. Okay, okay. So it's the first three that are really for me. I yeah. it might be so different for other people. I mean, I know it's different for every mom, but for me, those were the hardest. And I mean, again, we had help, and it was still hard. So I seriously commend all the single moms out there and people that are just trying to do it by themselves. Because oh, I know it's a hard job. <laughs> And then you look in the mirror and you're like, did I wash my face today? Did I brush my teeth today? I don't think so. <laughs> like, hopefully my breath's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I want to talk about the shirt you gave me. Tell me what this says. Mm, when women support each other, great things happen. Talk to me about that because you and there's this whole group of women in the music industry who are, mm-hmm. so, especially there's this wife movement happening where I swear FGL was one of the first ones to start it, you guys, where just like the marriage unit has become so powerful, I feel like, especially in the country mm-hmm. music industry. I swear due to you guys a lot. And now there's just this gang of women who, and it's everywhere. It's a movement yeah. for women across the board. But tell me why women sticking together is so crucial and how much you love your, your tribe and all that things, you know, I mean, I, your community. I can't say enough about all the women in my life, you know, in the country music world, but also in the Nashville community and all the women in my life. Um, but I think all of us are blessed in the country music community to have such a strong community of women, because I don't think that's, it wasn't the norm before. Not at all. And, and I'm so thankful. So thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful y'all blazed the trail. And then it's just the status quo, the way things are when we popped in. So like, this is just how it is. Like wives and husbands are to be celebrated. Yeah. It, it also feels good to have your husband kind of celebrate you. And when someone comes up to him and says, oh my gosh, like, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah, here's my wife, Haley. And, you know, just to kind of like acknowledge us as women and, but back to um, our friends, I just feel like I, I couldn't do it without any of you guys. It's it's powerful to have everyone in this strong circle together. What's the difference between, because we both love our marriages. There's mm-hmm. a difference between my marriage, though, and my friendships. Like, I, I get something from my friendships that I don't yeah. get from my marriage. And Michael gets something from his friendships that he doesn't get from our marriage. Like, right. what is it that you can pull from your women friends that you're just, you couldn't live without? Oh, um, gosh, strength and encouragement. I feel like it's constantly this, like, building each other up instead of judging or trying to tear each other down. It, it's like, it truly is. And it's not, it's truly genuine. It's yeah. not fake. Um, and so not that Tyler doesn't build me up, he but it, does, right. but it's just a, di- it's different when you hear it from a female from, for and some the women reason. are going through all the same things. Like I know for me and mm-hmm. Michael, like I can talk to him about what I'm going through and he'll be so supportive and so kind, but then he hits a moment where he's like, I don't really know what else to tell you. Cause like, I just am not living this as a right. woman, you know? And one time I was having a breakdown and he texted Kristen and Lainey and he was like, can you please call Caroline? <laughs> she needs to talk to friends. Oh, but she I needs just, her girls. I'm so grateful to have people that you can be honest with mm-hmm. and be yourself, like you're saying. Yeah. And express your feelings and get this good support that you're like, okay, I trust them. Right. They're not going to lead me astray. They want the best for me mm-hmm. and vice versa. Uh, yeah. And I think in today's world, we live in this world of, it's never enough and and we're always inadequate with social media and whatever. I mean, there's just so many pressures. And so to have women that are telling you you are enough, I mean, I could cry. I like I had this girl group one day together and you know, we were talking about how we are enough and oh, it it was so powerful to just realize like I'm enough, like how God created me to be that's enough. And that's a beautiful thing. And so just to have women supporting you in that is huge. Why is that so hard for us to know? Because that has been my biggest struggle that I'm not worthy, that I'm not enough that like, and like you said, with social media, I can compare myself and just feel like, I feel like I'm getting better. The more awareness and the more friends leaning on friendships and us Mm -hmm. all realizing that this is a universal thing. Right. But just accepting my worthiness has been very, very hard for me to do. And I feel like women in general struggle with that. I know, which is crazy. Why? Because I'm like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You're beautiful. You you have everything going. You can speak and you, can <laughs> like, you have this voice. But yeah, I think we just, we all struggle with that. I mean, me at least. I, And I don't know why. I, I couldn't tell you. But... I do know that social media, although it has positives and, you know, you can raise money and raise awareness, there's also a lot of things that, that we need to be aware about. And how even, are you finding balance with it? 
<laughs> trying to. So what are your balance? Like what is, what what are you how are you trying to work it into your life so it's healthy? Um so I'm trying I'm going to speak into myself right now and hope that I can <laughs> stay with this. Okay. But, you know, keeping the limit on um, your Instagram with the the new phone app, which is great. Um, I had 45 minutes, which seems like so long. And I always hit my limit. Always. Like, how did I just spend that much time on Instagram? <laughs> I know. I don't get it. I know. But in the mornings, Tyler's trying to force me to not touch my phone for an hour. Okay. Which is also hard. Okay. Because, you know, you look at it for your time. your Everything. Everything. Calendar. So we got an alarm clock. Oh. Old school. Old school. Okay. Um, and then how else? We read this book called How to Break Up with Your Phone. What'd you learn? A lot. I'm still not done. Um, well, you talk about the the brain connection. Two oh, thirds, one third. Yeah. Well, we're we're constantly relying on our phones to to remember everything for us. And I don't know anything about my phone. And oh my I have gosh, my iWatch. I so it's like I'm too connected. Yeah, and we have the internet. I mean, we have the world at our fingertips, and we can just say, "Hey Siri, this that," and and ask these questions without actually retrieving it in our brain, which we, we know a lot of it. And, um, and so we're kind of missing that and our brains aren't making those connections. And, and so we're actually like making ourselves dumber by (laughs) all the screen time we have, which, and so that was kind of a wake up call to me is I need to really just put my screens down and because live multitasking, my life. like instead of just focusing and doing one thing, we have yes. like 50 things, tabs open in our brains. Exactly. And it's like we just like forget everything almost or mm-hmm. something. I know. Yeah. The multitasking also says that no one can actually multitask, yeah. even though a lot of us pride ourselves on, oh, I can multitask. Like, well, I can't. <laughs> I know I can't. But um, no one could physically do it. And so when we're forcing our brain to do all these multitasking, it's it's just on overload and it's not making these brain connections. And I don't know all the technical terms because right I'm not though. good about that. But, um, I but bottom feel line. like my memory is over. Like, me too. I, it worries me because I'm only 35 and I'm like, I'm supposed to make it with this memory, like a good solid, at least 50 more years. I know. Right. Yeah. So how's that going to happen? I don't know. I've got, <laughs> I do feel like the more I put my phone down, I've been trying to not use Waze or any of my Google maps when I get oh, somewhere now. Okay. And I'm like, okay, if traffic, if it's this time, traffic's supposed to be like kind of bad in this area. So I'm going to go this way. And so I'm trying. What could you be in your own GPS? Trying. <laughs> sometimes. Baby steps. Yeah. That's, that's proactive is. though. That's great. So just little things, but I have a lot of work to do in that. No, Tough. you're like the closest thing to an angel on earth. Uh, well, you are. You're so sweet for saying that. You are. <laughs> when I see you, you look like an angel. You speak like an oh. angel. You your house feels like heaven. Truly, it feels like <laughs> heaven in here. So. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. So a lot. How, how do you prepare yourself to get naked in the shower in a Florida Georgia Line video? <laughs> Especially if you just had a baby and you look like a supermodel. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Um, <laughs> basically Are you all the way naked. No. Okay. That was actually really funny because <laughs> I wish we would have taken a photo of what we looked like. Like the weird patching <laughs> things you have on Tyler. I think, what did I, I don't think I was, I think I had bra and panties on. Okay. Tyler, so, I mean, I'm sorry. I have to throw Tyler under the bus. He was wearing, um, <laughs> like sock? ballet, nude ballet, like, um, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and it was I mean we Did both die we were dying laughing and there's a scene in the video where he's laughing and I'm I know it's when we were laughing about his underwear because you know the water was cold everything was just like was not sexy it was not sexy here's this really sexy video but like here's ballet underwear freezing cold water not sexy I really we should have done a behind the scenes like of the real the real video um, but no, I, we had a lot of people help us. We had the stylist help us with Krista. She's amazing getting stuff ready. And are you nervous though, when you're about to do a sexy scene and it's going to be filmed? I think you're like making out. I should have right? been nervous, but I don't think I was cause it was with Tyler and I'm like, yeah. as long as I'm doing it with him, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. If I would have been by myself. I would have been not okay. Oh, like a silhouette dancing or something. You yeah. know, like Faith Hill in that breathe video when she's in the yeah. desert just yes. moving. 
like, that's going to be your next one. Oh my gosh. No, I, I do not like being center of attention. It's like my worst fear. You should though. Cause you were like, you are such a bright light. It's coming well, for you, whether you. you want it or not. It's coming for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, anyways, it was, it was funny. It was a fun day and uh, they actually did a really good job with the whole production of it. I was I was impressed. So I liked, I asked, I think I asked B. Cole this, but what is, since you guys, to me, when I look at your life, I'm like, goals, y'all have got it figured out, ha- having a great career, but simultaneously working on your marriage just as hard, mm-hmm. being an awesome mom, keeping your balance. Like, you're just like, you do a great job of balancing. Mm, so what try. what would you say would be the biggest perk of having this entertainment exciting wild lifestyle what's like the most enjoyable side of it and then what's been the biggest struggle side of it Hmm. because you do it so well thank you I don't feel like I do but you know we're so hard on ourselves we're our own I don't know we're so critical but um the best thing for me is kind of what we were talking about is having the platform and being able to use things for the greater good Um, and then also sharing things like how to have a good marriage and that it's cool to be married and, you know, it's, it's not cool to say dumb jokes, like ball and chain jokes and, you know, it's not really cool anymore. It's just like guys, sometimes people say it to try and fit in and, and so I think it's cool to kind of change that stigma and whenever people say things, Tyler tries to be like, you know, question people about that. Oh, what do you mean by that? And that's great. Um, just not letting an old stag, stag, uh, like just an old outdated way of view yeah. of marriage be like, just not accepting it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really cool to watch. Um, and so, but I would say the hardest thing is probably the pressure. Sometimes there's, you know, pressure in everything, but I think just the pressure of like, I'm a perfectionist at heart sometimes, which is to my own demise, but, um, just the pressures of trying to be perfect. And did I say the right things and did I do the right things? And did my Instagram post, did that come across? Okay. So that no one had their feelings hurt and did I include everyone? And I mean, just, just all of that. Yeah. Is, is kind of hard and everyone's watching or not everyone, but mm -hmm. for some reason you didn't get it perfectly. Somebody somewhere is going to say something. Right. Right. (laughs) Even though your intentions are always good. Yeah. Just, but you also have to be yourself and speak. So right. You have to just, someone's always going to be offended or, but I do, I do kind of like I'm hard on myself in that regard. And so I've almost not posted. We went through a phase where we just didn't post Instagrams and we just kind of took a step back from things. And and then I realized, like, well, we're not spreading any, like, goodness. We're not sharing all this awesome stuff with the world. And I don't know. We're trying to find a balance with that. I, I, I really appreciate that, though, because I think that is such genuine struggle. Mm-hmm. And you're right, because we were talking, we did yoga today before, got our all, you know, <laughs> loosened so good. up. It's great. But it is, like, finding that balance where you are using your platform to be proactive, to spread mm-hmm. positive things, whether it's just a joyful post of you and Olivia, you know, like to show mm-hmm. you can be a happy family and have a great marriage and all that. Or right. you're making a big post about like you guys did about, you know, gun awareness in a very, very positive way. Mm-hmm. Like all of, all of these things, it's like, you have to think about them. I know you really, really do now. I mean, cause social media is a part of our life. Mm-hmm. people are watching and it is like it's just a part of the conversation right I know we tried to to deny it for a while and be like <laughs> okay no we're not using social media but the reality is we need to if we're gonna have a good impact on things like we do need to be on social media and um and spreading awareness and so <sighs> it is like it's a new, dilemma it's with any new thing though like with the internet or even like a telephone or the cell phone or like every new advancement mm-hmm. that ca- connects us more, there's like that, gr- that period where you have to f- navigate it and figure right. out the boundaries, you know? Right. And I feel like we are the generation cause we are like the last generation that 
didn't have social media and then got it. Right. You know, so we're having to navigate those waters of finding balance. Because mm-hmm, we knew what it was like before. Yeah. Whereas kids growing up in it, they, they don't know any different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we've got to embrace it, but it's like figuring mm-hmm. it out so it's not a detriment, which is right. what we've all been trying to do. But right. you are doing a great job of that. Well, thank you. I'm constantly working on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just constant struggle. <clears throat> How do you, like, if you're going to indulge and have a day where you're just like, I got to have a day for me, or I got to have a meal for me, or if you're going to have like a splurge, anything, what are you doing? A splurge, like food-wise? It can be food. It can be massage. It can be like, how do you, if you're stressed mm. out and you need to relax, what's happening? Mm, I need, I need yoga. I need movement of some Yoga does form. that for me too. Yeah. I love yoga. It's just like you don't have your phone, first of all, yeah. which is huge for me and just getting away from it. Um, and then you just have this great workout, you're moving, and you're just kind of like forgetting about everything else around mm-hmm. you. And uh, it's spiritual too. Like, yeah. Even though it's not like God in your face talking, praying, it's like the silent right. prayer or something. I'm with you. I don't know what it is about it, but I don't either. I, it's so connected to your body. It's yeah. connecting your body to the spirit, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yoga is kind of how you yoga. Um, what else? Pizza. I love pizza. It's I could eat it every day. Every day. Especially like the really good Italian thin crust with like the wood fire pizza. Ugh. That's my favorite. Odd. And then Cheetos. Would be my weakness. I love cheetos. Do you like puffy you do? or do you like the regular? I just like the regular. I like the regular too. I don't like the puffs. Oh, I know. The puffs get all stuck in my mouth. I know. I'm like, I need to eat these faster than a puff will let me. Yes. I mean, ask me, Cole, every time we get on a, a flight, I feel like I'm always eating Cheetos. That's just like my thing. <laughs> I love it. But oh, I love Cheetos. Balance. You know, you have to have balance Hashtag in your life. Balance. Got to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll wrap up. You're a little angel of light and love. Love you. Um, tell me. I leave every interview with leave your light. So obviously oh. you're spreading light in all of areas of your life. This interview has been light. But what is your, what? how do you want people to like think of you, think of your legacy? Like when, what message are you trying to get out there? Like what, or not, it doesn't have to be a big message, but like what mm-hmm. do you want people to know so they can have a more happy, fulfilled life? Oh my or gosh. Like what's it, or what's a, yeah, just how do you want to encourage people? Gosh, just take care of yourself first and communicate. Mm-hmm. I think communication is huge. So huge. Um, do some people just not know how to do it. I, I think a lot of people don't. I mean, I'm, st- I'm aware of it and I'm still learning mm-hmm. so much of how to communicate. Um, but you know, whether it's your marriage or anything, communication is like key. Um, I would just say, let's say communicate, take care of yourself and I don't know, just be good, be kind to people. Yeah. Um, I think we could all be better about that. Myself included, just Just assuming the best instead of the worst. Yeah. And stop making up these stories in our heads, especially with social media. (laughs) I look at a post and I'm like, you know, I start judging and I'm like, why did I make up that story in my head? Like it's too easy not to. It's I know. It's like a reflex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I'm telling this to myself as well <laughs> <laughs> to be kind. Yeah. Um, and just know that everyone's going through their stuff. Yeah. Just to give some grace. I love that. And give your great, give grace to yourself. Amen. I've been working on my self-talk. Me too. My self-talk. I didn't know how bad my self-talk was. But man, I'm hard on myself. But so we got to be gentle on ourselves like we would be to a friend. Yeah. What if someone told us, like someone came up to us to tell us all the things that we say to ourselves? Like, oh. I'd be like, you're an asshole. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It would hurt. It would really hurt. So it does hurt us. We just, you know, don't know the full effect of it. Exactly. Say something wonderful to yourself today. I love that. Well, I'm going to say to you, Haley, you're an angel. You Thank are. You. And I love so your soul. You. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you all so much for tuning in and joining me and hearing Haley's story. I know you were inspired and uplifted by it. She's just absolutely an angel. Y'all make sure to keep tuning in. I have so many incredible wives of Nashville coming your way. Next week is Brittany Kelly. She is the wife of Brian Kelly of Florida Georgia Line. She started her own line of clothing called Tribe Kelly. Her story 
will rock your world. She's such a badass, such an amazing spirit. And I just can't wait for you to hear all that she has to say. So we will see you next week. Have an awesome day. Love you guys. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.